0: Welcome to the Brandon Bloom podcast, the place to be to learn how to grow your business's visibility online organically. I'm your host, Liz Fleming. Let's dive right into this new episode. Hello and welcome back, Brandon Bloom listeners. I am so excited for this episode because we have a very special guest, my friend and colleague Marisa Selman of The Marketplace here in North Carolina, which she founded in September 2012. Now, Marisa's business model is really, really interesting, which we'll talk about, but The Marketplace is a non Christian fair trade store that partners with 90 ministries in 30 countries. Marisa works hands-on with the ministries in business consulting and design. She has walked with those who have leprosy in India, heard the stories of those trafficked in Cambodia, worked with young girls rescued from trafficking between the ages of nine and 14 in Ecuador, visited a brothel in Bolivia, and walked the red light district in Bangkok, Thailand. She believes to empower people and change lives, you need to understand where they have been. Ain't that the truth? Welcome, Risa. Thank you so Thank much you. for being here. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: <laughs> so we've been connected for quite a while on time, or quite a while now with you know different courses of mine and the Bloom crew. And when I first got to know you um, and your business, I was really blown away by your stories and just how you present your business but what i would love to do to kick off this conversation is just walk the listeners through kind of your business model because it is so unique you're a nonprofit but you operate like a store and you sell stuff and you have all these partnerships so just yeah. tell us a bit more about that
1: well we are a bit unique in the sense that um, we aren't a straight a straight store and we're not a straight ministry we're actually a hybrid uh, when we designed this, or when I designed this back, it was a long time before 2012 when, we de- when I designed this, is that um, I wanted to create something sustainable. I was tired of people throwing money at a problem. Throwing money at a problem, it's like a black hole. The more money you throw, there never seems to be any change. So I wanted to work with groups hands-on and see what would happen if we created something sustainable, And we want to create a program where we're empowering a woman or empowering a dad to um, provide for their families, and then they, in turn, become leaders. And from there, they're empowering their community. So it is a little bit of a crazy model because many people have – we used to have a store. Many people would come in the store, and they would say, hey, um, so how do you purchase your inventory? Because there's this formula yeah, no, we don't use the formula. (laughs) It's not that way because some of our groups have leprosy and they can only work a certain number of hours a day. So we have to allot for that. And I order once a year from them, but I order big. Then I've got some other groups that they're dealing with people who've been rescued from trafficking. And it's not like you work nine to five, you're also dealing with counseling people through traumatic events. So we're dealing with so many different issues. We're dealing with countries having political unrest. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So your partnerships have developed from all the travel that you've done. And that's kind of how you got it all started. And you are literally helping all of these artists around the world, bring their products into this new space, you know, over here in little North Carolina, and you're doing business like (laughs) around the globe. It's, it's beyond cool. And just so, so interesting. And the products are so unique. You can't find them Mm -hmm. anywhere else. You know, it's not like that, mass purchasing, you know, routine that people go through. It's not a target. It's not just any other small business that orders things in bulk. It's unique to the artisan and to what you're providing. And it's, it's just a fantastic mission. Yeah, so it's all handmade. Yeah.
1: And a lot of times you get to hear the stories of who made it you'll get to see them holding the product, you get to hear what happens to their lives. So that I think is how people want to be a part of something that's so much larger than themselves. And that's what our community is about.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, so you mentioned September marks eight years for the Mm -hmm. marketplace. So what do you attribute to your success and that longevity?
1: We've stayed very true to our mission. And our mission was to work with missionaries around the world. They can never afford someone with a marketing background or accounting background or IT background. So what we would do is we would hop in, look at their business strategy, start to streamline, and um, teach them how to run a business. Missionaries will tell you they're not business people. I can assure you they're not business people. (laughs) So what we do is we step in, we take a look at their model, we make some tweaks, but in the process we get to know each other. So not only am I working with our customers and talking to them on a daily basis, I'm also talking to our directors on a daily basis because it's really hard. They're like lone wolves out there. They they don't have anyone to talk to. I mean, you talk about a solopreneur that they are they are it, but they're dealing with more than just running a business. They're also mm-hmm. dealing with the emotions and changing lives. So it's so much more than just giving someone a job.
0: Definitely. And speaking of changing lives, how has the pandemic impacted you and all of those that you partner with? It's, I mean, you are so busy right now and i know that from a personal standpoint because we work together but it's just it's inspiring to see that and it's so refreshing so i would love to to hear some of of that
1: well when covid first hit oh my gracious uh a lot of the workshops were shutting down but say for example the women in rwanda they're safer in the workshop than they are at home so we had to deal with that and Also, what was a problem was they didn't have clean water at home. They didn't have the ability to wash their hands. So when they finally, when the government finally shut down the country and it was in a total lockdown, our ministries had to give them bottles of water with bleach in it so they could wash their hands. Then we've got our people in Haiti. They don't have any food. Literally, they work day by day in order to you know, feed their family. So our ministries were giving bags of rice to go home just because we knew that it was going to be locked down for a while, didn't know how, and it extended longer than they thought. So our our missionaries were taking bags of rice on a back of a moto and going to homes and dropping them off. I mean, it's been crazy. We've Mm. had our customers have been awesome we've had them donate in order for our artisans to have masks i mean so it has yeah. been crazy but in all of that we're dealing with india india was open india's closed india's open india <laughs> yeah. we don't even know sometimes how we're going to get shipments out but i have to say i think our relationship with our customers they were phenomenal. They rallied around the marketplace, literally had one week where it was really dead silent. After that, they hopped in. They were sending gifts to encourage their friends and family. They were shopping. They, it, it was amazing. We normally also have a fashion truck. We weren't able to take our fashion truck out, but because of online sales, we made up for what the fashion truck would do.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Our yeah. community was amazing. Yeah, you pivoted so well, and you came from a point of just, I know not knowing everything, you just, you reach a point as a business owner in a situation like that where you can't wait to see what happens. You have to just keep taking action. And that's something that I've seen from you so much. You are one of the biggest risk takers I've seen in a business. So on that note, um, as I mentioned before you guys, Marisa is also a member of my online marketing mentorship program, the Bloom Crew. And Marisa, you've had some incredible results from the organic marketing strategies that I've taught there and you've kind of put your own unique spin on them, which I love, and it's really working for you. So would you like to share a couple of things that are working out for you on social or whatnot for your customers? Well, I,
1: I love how you give a masterclass once a month. (laughs) I first of all watch it and I'm like no Liz I'm not doing that and then I watch it again and I'm like okay maybe Liz I might try it and then I sit back and I'm like well you know I could use this and but what I love is everyone approaches the teaching a different way because we all have different experiences our communities are a little bit different but what I love is I like to listen to it and then start thinking how is it that my community would benefit from it. I remember one time I was talking to you about um, during a Facebook live about doing lives. I didn't Mm -hmm. want to do them. I'm not going to lie. I was (laughs) like, I'm not doing them. Uh, Liz, I'm not doing them. No one does. It sucks. (laughs) And then I do them and they love it. They're like more lives, Marisa. Oh my gracious. Okay. (laughs) But, but yesterday we did a live on one of a kind steel drum pieces from Haiti. And I mean, literally the minute it was over, online orders were coming in and we were selling out of the pieces. They love the lives. Also the videos. I, I was doing stories, but man, they kept requesting more and more videos. And I think what it is, is because we do, you know, I've done so many shows and they get one-on-one they're able to get one-on-one with the video. They feel right. like I'm telling them a story about a product. And what I love is how they have become so vocal. They will DM me. It it has totally changed our game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Video is power, you guys. If you're not doing video, you need to start experimenting. And there are a few reasons that this is working so well for you right now, Marisa. It's not just situational factors. You know, the pandemic, everyone's At home, there's more of an emphasis to be online, people are scrolling more, they're looking for things, and two, they're more inclined to stop and catch their attention when they see a person versus just another picture on the internet or another caption on the internet. So you've done a really great job of leaning on your personal brand to humanize your business and it's just a plus that you have so many stories to tell. And one of the biggest things that I teach inside of the Bloom Crew and you know, in my business as a whole is storytelling to sell your products and to profit and not just being a sleazy car salesman all the time yep. online. So you've done a really great job of that. And what I love too is... You go the extra mile and I, I should have like been taking a tally here of how many times you've said the words community and relationships because you, you realize how important they are and you're succeeding because those are your priority. So one of the examples um, that I like to share is something that you've started doing is you've for, for new followers, you've sent them like personal DMs. With videos and messages, and that's worked out really well for you. Am I getting that right?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been incredible because the minute they start to follow us on Instagram, I send them a welcome to our community and then I send them a it's like 45 second video of me just telling them who I am, what we're about and welcoming them to our community. And I am not kidding. The amount of conversation that comes from that is amazing because I realized most places they don't, they, you like, a, you like something. And I mean, so you like, yeah. them, so, but <laughs> I wanted to let them know that Darn, I'm happy when you like us and I want you to participate. And and when they comment back, I'm always like, if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out. I'm Marisa. And the next thing coming from them is I'm Mary. I'm Sally. They introduce themselves and they're like, so, it's so nice to meet you. Yep. Because I think, you know, you had mentioned something in one of the courses um, that I took. And it was this during the pandemic is your time to be personal, and all the big organizations can't be personal. They keep saying mm. that we're in this together. No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> we're not in no. this together. I haven't heard <laughs> from you. Um, but we we are relational in that we have conversations. I have people who message me and they tell me their story, and and. What I love, and this should say so much, is people get their products. They take pictures, they send it to me. They take pictures of my products in action. I've had people do a Facebook live unboxing, and I just happen to be, because I've become your friend. you know, mm-hmm. we, we we become part of each other's lives, actually. And all of a sudden I see a bing and I look, and I'm like, Lou. They're unboxing our product (laughs) and it's kind of cool. And, and she will message me and I'll message back. And it has become a relationship. I, a lot of my friends that I have today have been because of the store. And I think it's because we have like, like interests and commonality. And I think people feel that. And I have my customers, sometimes I'll ask them, why is it that, you know, you shop the marketplace a lot? you it's not a one and done we never want a one and done we want you to continually come back and i asked them why and they say because you care you're not mm-hmm. about the sale and and i'm really not about the sale i if i feel like if i form a relationship i genuinely like people so everyone has an interesting story and it just happens to be that at the end of the day their sales sales happen but you're you're right when you say people trust you right and when they trust you they trust your brand
0: exactly and they'll keep coming back which is yeah. the most important piece of that puzzle and you know i think it was seth godin who said the best marketing strategy ever is to care and it totally rings true it, yeah. it rings true for me it rings true for you and a lot of my other clients and you know colleagues that i know and it's just you are a prime example of someone who didn't wait to make things perfect, who didn't wait to see what was going to happen. You just took action. You're taking risks. You don't know. You're, you're not like a 100 marketing expert, you know, that knows the ins and outs of everything. You are literally experimenting and you are moving forward with what's working, but more so what's resonating with your audience. Your audience is top of mind and with social media in particular, When you use those platforms for exactly what they're meant for, like how you're doing it for the audience, Mm -hmm. then it's going to benefit you more. So it doesn't matter if you have an audience of 10 followers or 10,000 or 2,000, you have control of your platforms and how you use them and project your presence into the world. And I'm so excited to see that you've had such success. And mind you, in Bloom Crew, everything I teach is stuff you can do for free. So is not buying ads. Nope. She, she is literally just going the extra mile and she cares. And that is what I love. And that's what I'm trying to get across in all of my teachings. There are so many different ways that you can market a business and be successful. Just-
1: oh yeah, I'm, I'm going after Pinterest
0: right now. Good, <laughs> me too, me too. Um, are you on TikTok yet?
1: I am not.
0: Um, I feel like, well, I don't really know what's going to happen with TikTok, but I've found good, (laughs) I've found good, um, I've gotten good traction from TikTok by posting like my videos to Pinterest. And I think it'll work well with Instagram too. I've noticed like some really good uh, traction from pinning videos, which they So I'll
1: pin some of my stuff, like when I've traveled to Rwanda or Thailand and all my crazy adventures. But what I've noticed is on pinterest i thought well you know i'm doing these videos i've now had to learn to recycle everything Mm -hmm. so when i'm shooting something i'm thinking okay okay you know what i should be putting on pinterest i put a video out there the other day and it's done really well Mm -hmm. and i thought okay (laughs) i'm already doing it so i might as well multi-purpose it in different ways
0: yeah you definitely should i recommend that and like that's a great way to just maximize that exposure it it's, doesn't require you to like boost a post or pay money for an ad on yeah. the post. You just need to put it in a different format and keep sharing it, like keep it alive. Pinterest yeah. is a great way to do that because it's a search engine, not a social media platform. So well, like, I didn't even
1: realize when, we f- when I first started this, I had volunteers putting all my products on. Oh my gosh, we weren't, oh, sad. <laughs> we were yeah. not doing it right at all. And then I started reading up on it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I got to go in and clean these boards. And so I spent a lot of time cleaning boards. So we went from like 32,000 monthly followers, which is amazing that's because huge. I wasn't doing anything for yep. like six months. Yep. So I, I wasn't doing anything. So now just since when we had the Bloom Crew Zoom call, yeah, I started and I'm now at 200,000 viewers. Damn, that's amazing. And yeah, and... I, I'm just scratching the surface. You are I'm now yeah. learning. Cause as I look at each, each one that's being pinned and saved and going to my website, what is it they want? So now I've got to kind of change stuff where, you know, I've got a, like I did something on gift baskets and I'm like, man, that's like four different posts on Pinterest, but mm-hmm. I need to change the little title and change the picture a little bit. And I need to say, Hey, you need any help with creating a personal gift basket? Or, hey, this is how to's to create a custom basket.
0: Yep. And now I've
1: got to change it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And now's the time to really focus on that. You're in the right mindset because the holidays are coming. Um, So like I shared in the recent masterclass about PR and prepping for the holidays, you know, August is just a few months from November, December. And once Labor Day hits September 7th this year, like that's when stores change everything over and people <laughs> are in that mindset. So yeah. keep making those tweaks and you'll probably have to put your analytics head on too, which you're pretty good about checking your data, obviously. Yeah. But it's so interesting with Pinterest. Their their back end data is so thorough and you yeah. can learn so much from it. And something as simple as tweaking a description or a headline or a hashtag on Pinterest will totally capitalize or maximize your exposure. It's, it's really something else. So that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. So I've been playing with that and, um, yeah it's been good so Mm -hmm. i'm learning and i'm like "Mm, i should have wrote this or i should (laughs) have so now now it's i'm getting a little bit better and i'm thinking you know what i need to and i do i stockpile some really short videos Mm -hmm. 15 and 45 seconds i have them stockpiled i keep them and now i know i'm gonna send them here i'm gonna put them here and yeah i just utilize them everywhere yeah everywhere
0: yeah (laughs) And you have a good sharing strategy. Like, have you taken um, my CPS course, Content Planning System? Have you taken that one? Yeah, I had the um, with the content calendar.
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. So I, you know, I whenever you say you are like like paper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Girl, I love that.
1: Oh so my gosh. I have actually created something where it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I've got my Instagram, my Facebook, and then this is where my stories and what time I post. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned that's really kept me from losing my mind, because I was losing my mind on how to keep up with all this, mm-hmm. is I just, like you said, I focus on Instagram you know, my one first, and I did not want to do that. I'm not going to lie. I fought you and you didn't even know it. I was like, I'm not doing it, Liz. I'm not doing it. And and I did it. And what I love is because that post doesn't come out until nine o'clock in the morning. I get up at five and I'm doing my thing and I'm talking to my groups around the world. And I have a moment to think about what it is I want to post. And then I start strategizing for days ahead. So I will put like, say Monday's post on Instagram is Tuesdays on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, cause my Facebook goes out at six o'clock in the morning. So yep. now I've got it where it's, and then certain days, if it's a devotional post, which I took your advice like one day yes. a week, cause they do like that devotional post. I'll put it together on the same day. And then I go back to the strategy of the every yep. other day. And it's really interesting because I watch what's selling yep. based on those posts, who's you know, who's hitting it. I really feel like my Facebook people, I've started to see some migration into Instagram, Mm -hmm. but I think my Facebook people are just fed up with what's going on in Facebook right now. Oh
0: yeah. I think people are kind of,
1: people are mm -hmm. like, I don't even want to do it anymore. Yeah. So I think some of them are migrating to Instagram and some of them are checking it sporadically. But the one thing is I use Shopify so I can see how you come in.
0: Mm -hmm, Whether
1: mm -hmm. you come in through one of my artisans who kicks you to our website or whether you come in through Facebook, Facebook shop, um, Instagram, Pinterest, I'm now able to see what is bringing people in
0: and Mm -hmm.
1: it's allowing me to see where my focus needs to be and what posts are working and it's funny, what can work on Instagram, you know, work. I've noticed that my Instagram people really like seeing me, they Mm -hmm. want the videos. Mm-hmm. more than my Facebook people. Mm-hmm. So I'll still do some video on Facebook, but my Instagram people, they are, I can sell out of a product on stories before it ever hits the feed. Yeah. Yep. And that's what good is problem to have. Crazy. Yeah.
0: crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Audiences are very different by platform. That's, you know, why the, the first masterclass in bloom crew was what it was, you know, find where your audience is the hottest, and then go after them in that space, and then yeah. all the ways you can do that. so um, I'm glad that you're getting a hold on that, and you have your own you know routine for planning your content because that's again, something else that can be so simple, which is what I was teaching in the content planning system. It's, you know, use something as simple as an Excel spreadsheet or Trello or a piece of paper. And I do all three and clearly you do the paper and that's fantastic. Like it has to truly be whatever works for you, but you have to get it done. (laughs) So whatever you need to do to get it done.
1: When it's on paper and it's my phone, I -hmm. can be outside by the water posting or in the morning sitting in my nest chair or sitting in my window seat. Mm-hmm. I can take that anywhere. And I'm always constantly aware of what's going on without sitting at a computer. Yeah. And for me, that's I, I, for someone who has an accounting background, who used to sit in front of a computer all day long, I don't want to sit in front of the computer. Nope. Anymore. Nope. I I, I'm you. sitting outside. I'm doing whatever. And I get to do, this is what I love. I get to do this anywhere. My yep. customers can be talking to me. I'm in Harris Teeter shopping and I'm answering questions. You mm-hmm. need product picture. I've got them into my phone and I'm just, I'm yep. just and I'm invoicing people in here. <laughs> and it is, it is. I can do it anywhere. I yeah. can, I'm in the car. And for me, like with Pinterest, you know, they have a way you can schedule it. Mm-hmm. I will like today I'll look at doing five posts. I do five posts and I schedule them out. So I will talk about gift gift basket ideas, and I'm going to do one for, for let's see, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So I'll put those five. The next day, I'm going to talk about jewelry. So mm-hmm. now I've got five days of jewelry. So my there little board behind me is constantly looking different with products versus mm-hmm. all of its bags. Yep. And that's. I don't want to be known for just one product as much as I want to be known that we have something for everyone. Yeah. And yeah. That's so, great. So yeah, I'm playing with that, but yeah, I'm doing a great like job. <laughs> crazy stuff like that. I yeah. like to beat the system. <laughs> yeah, that's what
0: we're about. <laughs> no,
1: but the thing is, though, I think people need to understand it's not—it's not a quick fix. Some of it will be, but some of it is long term. And I think the hard work that I put in before is now starting to pay off. Mm-hmm. But there's also some new people coming in. And I often ask my groups, and that's what one of my groups was like, why don't you create the Bloom Crew for us? All of my artists and groups around the world, I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I can't even think about it. <laughs> but for them, our marketing is so different and so unique mm-hmm. that perhaps one day, but I'm like one person, Yeah. And, but they need help. Mm-hmm. They are horrible at their social media. Mm-hmm. They will post for three days and then they're like, well, nothing's happening. <laughs> they quit. And a lot of them contacted me when the pandemic hit. And they're like, I should have listened to you two years ago. when you said." Yeah. I said, yeah, you should have.
0: I get that all the time. Marisa. <laughs> yeah,
1: I should have listened. You, you should have. So, you know, I have my groups who are watching what I do. And they're emulating and I I crack up because then all of a sudden I see something that I say and they're like, (laughs) and And it's fine with me. I mean, for me, I just want them to increase their sales.
0: Yeah. So well, and the more, the more seeds you plant now and you keep doing what you're doing, the more freedom you're going to have later because of all that you're doing now, you know, it's growing your business and it's clear the momentum is building. The consistency is there down the road, learn what
1: you're doing. Exactly. You have a strategy.
0: Exactly. Before I had, I felt like I had
1: things falling all over my head. I couldn't keep up until, until I got this.
0: Until you got the magical (laughs) clipboard.
1: I was able to get it together and, and I know like I'll be, I've got, I've got a schedule later on today or tomorrow afternoon to watch the master class, class oh. and I'll be
0: like, no, Liz. Oh, it's oh girl, it's gonna blow your mind. If you no, thought Liz, I'm, I'm not
1: doing mind. that. <laughs> you know?
0: And then I sit back and the next day I'm
1: like, well maybe I could do that. Yeah, that might work. You yeah. Know? So it's like an, I have to I have to chew on it and see how it is that I can fit it with my people and Mm -hmm. how they perceive us to be Mm -hmm. and i think that's what people need to know it's no knowing who you are not everything's gonna work i don't want you know i'm never going to do pictures where it's all white in the back
0: that's Mm -hmm. not
1: us i Mm -hmm. mean we're crazy so all my pictures are going to be a little bit different yeah a little bit unique. because that's
0: your story it speaks to you and your brand and that's great now is there, I always like to ask this question towards the end of the podcast, but is there a favorite source of inspiration for you or, you know, something that keeps you going that energizes you, whether it's a book or a podcast or, you know, just some sort of influencer or professional that you just love?
1: One of the things that I always keep on the front and center, even when we would do shows, We would do um, large shows and the first thing I would always ask my husband and my team to do is to put up the pictures of the artisans. For me, that is what keeps me going. When Mm -hmm. I have met the artisans and I know their stories and I I hear the impact, I have to remember no matter how tired I am, no no matter how I don't know what I'm doing, if I don't do it, then they're not going to be helped. The marketplace is probably one of the largest purchasers of many of our groups. If we go down, they're in trouble. So Mm -hmm. I always, and that's a little bit of a pressure, that's a bit of pressure there, (laughs) but I just realized they work so hard making the products. And whenever I go, I tell them that I appreciate you working so hard. Now it's my turn to do my job. And my job is to connect the customer with you guys. And that has, that is really what inspires me to know that Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not about money. It's about lives.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's how it should be. And I can imagine, you know, what you must be feeling hitting about to hit that eight year mark. Like, can, can you believe like where you started and where you are now? Like, what does that feel like for you? Oh, I, it is
1: crazy. My husband and I were talking about this the other day. We started in the back of a church, this little tiny spot in the back of a church. And about a year and a half into it, I took a trip around the world. And when I got to Cambodia, God said, we're about to turn it upside down. And so I came back and I quit my job. I had one kid who was getting ready to go to college and another kid who was probably going to be going to college in two years. And I thought, what am I doing? I don't even know if this is going to work. And we signed a two-year lease for this outside store. And I thought, I'm going to work as hard as I can for two years. And if it fails, you know, it's going to be okay. It's the best I, it's the best I could do. Well, at the end of two years, I signed another two year lease and it just kept going. And there were so many people that said this would not work. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing I love about social media. I don't have to call you and let you know it's working. (laughs) You just just watch it's working. (laughs) So about four years into it, we reached a million dollars in sales. And I, and I'm like, the million dollars, I think about not the money as much as how many lives have changed. So right. no, it started off as what I thought was a store where we were going to help people around the world. Mm-hmm. And it is so morphed. I'm designing, I'm business consulting, our customers, our part of the process they're they I love throwing out a design idea and they're they're giving me their two cents and mm-hmm. they become part of the process yeah. and they also know that it's not owned by me it's owned by all of us and that has I think they're my best marketing tools
0: oh for sure they,
1: they tell their friends they give gifts I mean I have people who are committed to only buying gifts from the marketplace mm-hmm. I mean that's pretty that's pretty amazing. Or people will email me and say, Hey, can you help me? My daughter told me about you. And I, I just thought she thought I would love it. And I do. So can you help me purchase? So we do a lot of hands on shopping with people. We FaceTime shop, we, we are a one stop shop. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Did I ever think that I'd be traveling and doing what I do today? No. It has been a crazy ride. Did I ever think I'd close a store and focus totally on social media and online sales? No. I <laughs> did not. So it has been, I never thought I would be able to do what I do in the store and what I do at shows, where it's so personal. I never thought I could make that leap onto social media. And somehow it's happened. And mm-hmm. I couldn't be more excited but to me, when I shoot that video where I tell that story, I'm not talking to the one person that I normally am at a show or mm. who walk in the store. I'm talking to thousands of people at a time. Mm-hmm. And that is probably going to be our largest impact. We used to have people come into the store or to shows looking for me. And I would be all over the place and they wouldn't, I wouldn't be there, and they would turn and walk out. <laughs> and we're like, wait, but what? Is great about social media is they get me. Mm-hmm. They DM me, they get me. It's always, it's so funny. Sometimes I get a DM and they're like, can you tell Marisa? No, this is Marisa. So yeah. they don't understand that now I have the ability to be hands-on with my mm-hmm. customers in ways I couldn't before. I'm in Rwanda and I'm having conversations with our customers. I'm in Thailand and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're on the other side of the world. And it's as if I'm here in, in Mooresville talking to them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's,
0: I love, I love that. Yeah. And I I just love how involved your audience is and how you've encouraged them to participate. And that's why it's working for you. It's they're selling your products. I've, I've always said good marketing is, you know, you telling someone about something and then liking it but great marketing is about you telling someone something and them liking it and then them telling their friends. And it's, that's how it works. It's truly how it works. It's not complicated. There are parts of it that are tricky to figure out, but at the end of the day, marketing is communication. It's common sense. Be a good human, start conversations and encourage that participation. And that's exactly what you're doing. It's It's phenomenal. And I, (laughs) I don't know if you saw, um, listeners and Marisa, my, I posted a blog post last week, um, about how I can't sugarcoat this anymore that I've seen way too many small business owners and solopreneurs using cookie cutter marketing methods where they're like posting stock photos and just saying a little something and it's getting old and it's boring. Like show us something new and, to me, that's humanizing. I want to see your face. I want to see the videos. I want to see the person behind the brand. Like why should I be spending my money on you and what you have to offer versus this other person? So I've always said it's not up to the platforms or the people or the algorithms. It's up to you and how you decide to use these platforms that you have in front of you. And you've done a really phenomenal job, Marisa. (laughs) Thank you. I feel like I have a a broken record. I'm like, listeners, please just do what she's doing. (laughs) Well, for me, I want
1: our community. I'm not so concerned with the number of followers as much as the activity of the followers. I don't need to have 10,000 followers who are quiet. I love that we have 2,500 followers and they are actively commenting, DMing, purchasing, you know, sharing our posts. That's what I want to see. I want to see interaction. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not always about the number as much as it is the quality.
0: And that's exactly the right mindset. That's what I tell people all the time. There are business owners out there who have 50 followers making six figures, seven figures a year because they know what they're doing and they're focusing on relationships. So that is definitely the right mindset to have quality over quantity. Always, always, always. I'm, I'm so tired of this, these vanity metrics, you know, having influencer status because you have a certain amount of followers mm-hmm. and and that's just not important it's not important to me as a consumer it might be to you know like the journalist out there who's looking for someone who has social proof to put in their article or something but at the end of the day that person may not be doing business very well <laughs> it's just yeah. like i said it's vanity metrics and that's not what's important it's the quality of your content and your communications So fantastic examples. I've had such a great time speaking with you. I know we could talk for hours probably. (laughs) So um, what I'm going to do, you guys, is Marisa has an amazing offer for our Brandon Bloom listeners. So she's offering a 15% discount to the Marketplace website for one-time use just to Brandon Bloom listeners with code Brandon Bloom. And I'm going to put all of that in the show notes with some bullet points so you can listen to this episode again and go back to the areas that you want to kind of re-hear. And I'll also have links for you know, her website and social media channels as well. So you can give her a follow and connect with her and take a look at her products and buy them because they are beautiful and they are one of a kind, (laughs) truly one of a kind. So thank you, Marisa, so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Did that go by too fast? No worries. You can always find me over at elizabethfleming.com. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-F-L-E-M-I-N-G.com. For more information about my programs and how to take your learning further with me, there's also a free marketing checklist that you can get your hands on right now if you'd like. So head over to elizabethfleming.com for more and if you loved this episode, I would love it if you left a review in return. It helps so much. So tell your friends about it. If you want to share it on social, the official show hashtag is BrandonBloomPod. And you can also tag me everywhere. I'm at Ms. Liz Fleming. That's M S L I Z F L E M I N G. Everywhere on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you next time.